Hi everyone, I'm Sam. I'm Erica. Welcome to The Fix Podcast. So this week in local Phoenix events, downtown's favorite event, the Urban Wine and Jazz Walk, returns on Saturday, May 12th. From 1 to 6 p.m., you can sip, savor, and saunter your way through dozens of downtown's finest establishments. Get your shoes ready for this pedestrian-friendly tour of the buzzing culinary and nightlife hotspots, all located a short skip from the Valley Metro, light rail stretching from uptown to downtown. The first 300 people at Chico Malo, located at Cityscape Phoenix, will receive a commemorative wine glass. For more information, you can visit dtphx.com slash winewalk. Next up, join Urban Fets on Saturday, May 19th at Monarch Theater for a Trap Edition Silent Party. Silent parties have taken over the nation and developed a reputation as a new wave of culture where the audience is in total control of their music and social environment. Tickets are still available and range from $14 to $19. Just search Urban Fet, that's F-E-T-E-S, Silent Trap Party Phoenix on Facebook. And lastly, we have the 7th Annual Natural Hair Expo, which will be held on Saturday, May 12th from 11 to 5 p.m. The AZ Natural Hair Expo is the longest and largest natural hair event in the Valley of the Sun. Get ready for educational courses, live hair demos, nationally branded hair companies, and much more. Tickets are just $10. Visit AZ Natural Hair Expo on Facebook. Let's start the show. Yay, we're back. I know. Wow. Is this thing on? I know. (laughs) Hey. Hi, guys. I hope you're still around. I hope you've been wondering where we are. We've been missing you. Yes. I've had a few people be like, when is the fix coming back? (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Rigo's like, when's the podcast coming back? We're working on it. Yes. We are back after a small but yet very long hiatus uh, due to some personal commitments of... Mainly me just trying to get my career in order. So that's all taken care of now. So we're back. Yay. Go you. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So, clearly I'm super excited. Nothing has changed. I know. <laughs> so what have you been up to since pretty much we had, I think, only one or two episodes this year. We talked about like our New Year's resolutions. John was our last guest, last and only guest. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we kind of like kicked the year off, talked about how our New Year went. And then that was pretty much it. So what have you been up to? Well, this March, well, not March, because it's February, Oof, March, and April. March. Yeah. <laughs> Skip that uh, <laughs> There was, I mean, I feel like there was a lot that was going on and yeah. also not, but I think... It's just because it flew by so fast, it felt like nothing happened. But it's kind of crazy that it's the second week of May. I can't believe it. I, yeah, it was weird. Like, I felt like January kind of went a little bit slow. February went by fast to me. March was an eternity and a blur and a blur at the same time, I guess. Right. <laughs> I was like in a haze in March. Like, nobody it's talked to me. It's just like a me. very long acid trip. I like awakened for my birthday and then went right back into my slumber. Um, and then April was just kind of like, I think me like getting my feet back on the ground yeah. for the year. And now I'm like, shit, it's already May. Have I done anything that I said I wanted to do? I think I have. I think we have too, because we didn't have anything like planned, planned this spring. So it's all in preparation for summer and for the coming fall. So I think we're good. Yeah. And I mean, Christmas is coming. I know it's like it's just it's around the corner, <laughs> just around the river bend. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming though. Like I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, yo, it's already May, which means we're like this much closer to Christmas in July. Yeah. And then after pretty much after September, it's Christmas. I don't care what anybody says. And we'll be there so soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we should have a Christmas in July, like sips and dips or something. Ooh, that would be so fun. Or like a brunch. I still want to do a midnight brunch where we're it's Ooh, yeah, brunch like at night, brunch. but with PJs. Yes, it'll so. be too hot for onesies, but that's true. I feel like we could figure something out. Yeah. A Christmas in July party sounds like something I'd like to be a part that of. That would be awesome. I'm actually going to write that down. You should. <laughs> because we could case. even get, because I have like a little tree. You could get a little tree and like decorate it and like put lights up and I do like a, a Secret Santa or something. 
I have Christmas lights in my room that I leave up year round. Perfect. It's just nice at the end of the day when I go to wind down. I don't have to have like a harsh light on. But yeah. I also don't want to sit in the dark because I know I'm, I'm going to fall asleep. So that's kind of like the happy medium yeah. for me. So yes, Christmas is alive and well. Don't you ever forget. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit of Christmas is always. Forever. I know. <laughs> Well, we're excited to be back. We have a lot to talk about. Yeah, um, this is a lengthy agenda, so maybe we should get right to it. Phoenix Let's culture. Jump right into our Phoenix culture. Which, this one is sort of national, but it's, I mean, let's be honest, it's everybody's business. We can just no matter where you are. it out, and yeah. I can say welcome all you sleepers to the Childish Gambino show. There's still room to get on the train. There's still room. There is room. There but is. Your window is closing. <laughs> it is because it, he's like just on the border of if you get into him in like five months from now, you'll be too late. Yeah. So it's honestly, in my opinion, it's too late now, but I'm allowing it because this video is important. It's important. And I'm going to be very honest. I like him. I've always liked him, but I just wasn't really into his music before. So I'm. I'm okay saying that. Like, I understand that there's a lot of people who are, like, more hardcore. And I definitely believe that those people deserve their space. Um, I definitely didn't hop on board until, like, end of community. And then... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, like, I I didn't know anything about that show until it was almost over. I don't think I knew you when it was, like, airing. No. I just remember my friend and I were so obsessed with community that she bought me... A Greendale hoodie. Oh, cool. Like Greendale Community College. I think I still have it. And then someone else got me like a paintball. You know, mm-hmm. like their every season finale was like the paintball episode. Yeah. So um, I had like the paintball, one of those like paintball like themed shirts. Mm-hmm. And I think I still have that too. But it was street. very much one of those shows that was appreciated after the fact. Yeah. Super it was like culty. a Parks and Rec mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, the what like the rewatchability, I guess. Is yeah. Really I know what good. You mean. Like yeah. I could go back and watch. I love it because it's <laughs> one of those episodes and still I love it. It's like quick wit, but also really like slapstick humor (laughs) so and they do it really well and they do it so subtly that you don't realize it until another scene later you're like wait what did he just say and then you like rewind and you realize how funny it is so um i remember i don't know there was like this period like two weeks ago where i felt like i was hearing fetty wop so much oh my god I yeah heard him. okay thank is this you like i was 2015? like 2015 <laughs> i was like why am i still hearing this but you know how he <laughs> says hey what's up hello it would yeah. make me want to watch community every time because remember Britta was dating that guy and he'd always be like hey what's up how you doing like he would always yeah. have to say hi to you three different ways yeah. every time he spoke <laughs> to you so i kept hearing trap queen and i was like i want to watch community <laughs> Fetty Wap. I know. I totally dug him out of the sewer, but... <laughs> Summer of 2015 was a very interesting time. Wow, Fetty Wap. I'm not even going to lie, though. What was that song he had that was my jam? Um, the one with the numbers? Yeah. <laughs> Is it 369, 367, <laughs> 9679? 679. Oh, yeah, 679. It is. Yeah. Yes, that song... I'll never skip it. I will never skip that song. It's so catchy. Yeah. He that, had that ability. Yeah. He did. His was good. And there was another song where that guy was like, just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that would always come on. I was like, what is he saying? He's all getting down and dollar when you're screaming like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I just I'm remember so like glad that was recorded and it wasn't me this time. Like so I don't glad. even care. I, I just remember driving around all summer. Like, what is this? What is this? I know there was just a lot of like inflection on like the last word of every yeah. set or like you phrase. Wanna fit, was, and you want to fit? And you want to fit? But I got it. Who knows what he's saying? But I'm gonna sing along. Everyone's just like. <laughs> I didn't care. Uh, uh, okay. Childish Gambino. But yeah, well, it's like, who are we talking about? Uh, Donald Glover. Hey, thanks. Yes, thank for you being for being an amazing writer and comedian and actor. Yeah. 
I started watching Atlanta finally. Oh man! On Saturday, I only got two episodes in, but I was dying like the whole time. That show is so brilliant. It's just I. <laughs> it takes me out because the it just they say things and do things and like the the silence like the moments where there's just silence and the acting of like facial expressions or like perfect perfect moments of like just pausing it's just fantastic yeah I could, oh god i was in tears seriously it's it's incredible and i think the the season is still on the fx app and it'll be taken down guaranteed the second that the last one is like aired yeah which so, is i believe this week which yeah. is why my cousin was like if you want to get on the train bitch you yeah. gotta go so we started it on saturday but i was tired and i was like okay i'll just watch it during the week because i think there's only 10 episodes so it won't take me that long yeah. i'm like scared to watch so i think there's like an episode like called about teddy perkins or something yes i know exactly what you're talking about everyone's like seen i'm disturbed yeah and i i know i'm just gonna need to cling to pillows and blankets i just know I'm i need to be sober watching this <laughs> I entire i'm gonna have show. nightmares but i'm gonna get through it because I heard it was really good. Yeah. So I'm excited to finish it. Shout out to Childish Gambino slash Donald Glover. Um, if you guys haven't seen This Is America, check it out. It's super awesome. Super dope and worth multiple watches. Multiple. And go on Reddit threads and talk it to death because people need to right. know. Right. Everyone's writing think pieces yeah, and stuff. I'm I like, love okay, it. Okay, hold on. Wait. The horse and <laughs> the guy and the way he's standing. It's just like, oh my God. Oh my goodness. So check it out, guys. It's worth it. And it's he's coming important. here if you haven't heard. Get your tickets. Yes. I don't even know if it's sold out yet, but I talk about witties yes so to stay in black culture i tried a, a food truck and actually a black owned food truck called witties chicken and fish and i was just at work i remember texting you i was like i do not want my lunch today i bring my lunch every day i just try to save money by doing that because it's expensive to go and eat yeah. at like five guys every day or jimmy john's or pizza studio or whatever the hell there's tons of really great places in cityscape but it's gonna everything's gonna run you if you want to buy a drink and all that's gonna be like 10 12 dollars easily and i can't do that every day it's just too much for me yeah 50 bucks a week Minimum. Yeah, on top of like, God yeah. forbid you want a snack or a coffee yep. or I don't know, anything. It's just, it's a lot of money. So yeah. I cut corners and just bring my lunch every day. But I was just not in the mood and I just wanted greasy comfort food. So I knew that on Thursdays they park their food truck over by uh, my job. Mm -hmm. So they're there from, I think, 11 in the morning to 1.30. Mm-hmm. And I take my lunch from one to two usually. So I like jetted over there and I was bummed because they were out of catfish and I really, really, really wanted fish. <laughs> I wanted fried fish so bad. Um, but they also have, so as the name says, they have fish and chicken. So she's like, well, we only have chicken left. Um, and sidebar, these people are really, really nice. Like this woman just made me feel so comfortable. It was like such like a black moment because she kept calling me baby and honey and darling and I was just like wow people don't like talk to you like no, that especially don't. like downtown I'm if I'm not getting like cussed at or someone's like barking at me or you know because there's just very interesting characters <laughs> in the city pigeons flying yeah, yeah or if I'm not like bobbing and weaving the renegade pigeon coos like <laughs> I just have to be on high alert so to actually have like a positive interaction with someone and just to feel like it wasn't forced, you know, she wasn't, you could tell she wasn't trying hard to be nice. She was just a sweet lady. And so I ordered the 2K, which is six um, chicken wings, basically like the full chicken wing cut in half. So six of those pieces and um, a side. And it was $10. And I think I posted a picture of it on our Instagram story, but it was in insane amount of food for ten dollars <laughs> i texted sam and i was like i thought there was going to be like two pieces of chicken in this like this is enough i could split this with someone i wish my friends were still in this department because i would give them half of this food it was huge it looked like for a family of, and like, like the four. chicken was so delicious i didn't have to wait that long it probably took 
from the time I walked over there, ordered, and got back to my job. I think it was like 120. Mm-hmm. So they cook it fresh, but it didn't take like a super long time. So if you're on a time crunch, it's not like you don't have enough time to get yeah, over there. Yeah, we have to like you know, call ahead. Right, like, exactly. Yeah. And the food was so hot that I probably didn't even eat until 1.30 <laughs> because I kept trying to bite the chicken. And I was like, this is just, I'm going to burn my tongue. Right. So I kind of just had to wait and like yeah, nibble on some good. French fries. But it was super fresh. It didn't taste greasy. Like, you know, when you have fried food, you don't really want it to taste like grease. Yeah. Like you want it to taste freshly fried. You can tell that they take care of and like, you know, actually value making sure they're not just like serving you old, right. raggedy stuff. And like I said, they were just really sweet people. So check out their Instagram. It's uh, Witty's Chicken. And then on Facebook, you can find them on Witty's Chicken and Fish. And uh, just check them out. They post every week at the beginning of the week saying, hey, this is where we're parking our truck. We'll be here on this day from this time to this time. And I think they actually they probably accept private parties. So if you're looking for something that. would be um, cool. Yeah. If you have like a party, maybe like a graduation or yeah. something that's coming up or you just want to do something super dope, like hire them to come and park their truck outside. Um, they also go to a lot of the food festivals, like food truck festivals. Um, I know there's one that happens like every Friday on the west side. I know mm-hmm. they park out at um, some of the like car dealerships, like way out in Surprise. So for people that live way out west, mm-hmm. um, there's options out there. But they're all over the valley and they just seem like really good people. And the food was really good. They also have macaroni and cheese and I think another slide maybe coleslaw. So there's options if you don't want like fried on fried. I mean, I always want fried yeah. on fried. <laughs> but if that's not what you want, there's um, additional things and You can order the catfish, the chicken, or you can get the combo that has both. Awesome. Sounds good. Yeah, so hit them up, follow them, um, give them your business, and just support like a black-owned business. Sweet. So moving on uh, to another food truck in my wheelhouse, I actually tried Phoenix Cookie finally. Oh my god! Yeah, it was so exciting because I was hanging out with my boyfriend and we were like, what do you want to eat? And he lives in the Melrose district. So we're like, let's just walk over, like drive over super quick to The Rock, um, which is a gay bar on Melrose on 7th. So it's super easy to see. Um, There's lights everywhere. There's a parking lot next to The Rock that um, has a lot of space. And I think that's, I mean, that's probably why they post up there every week. Lots of tables, chairs, they play salsa music the whole time. Everyone's super nice. And the food was really good. They were like, how did you hear about us? I was like, I'm Puerto Rican. We have a radar. He's like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) my people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But um, the food was great. And it's cool because it's all of like the homemade stuff that you would want but it's done really quickly so that I mean I mean rice and beans like it can sit for a while on a pot and you just keep stirring it or whatever so they probably That's did that. usually when it's the best too because it's had a minute to like yes, to mix marinate. and mingle and everybody's like okay we're friends now. Yes. Pot right now. <laughs> they have everything they have um french fries that have pulled pork on them but they're like the Puerto Rican pulled pork. Oh they have um sandwiches that are pork sandwiches but instead of bread buns they have plantains like smashed and fried plantains yeah they have rice and beans they have mofongo there which is like the national dish of puerto rico they have a bunch of other things too um a sandwich and that has three different types of meat and they have some flan for dessert um so they have a lot of really good options and the food was actually really good i was i always get really nervous when i try them because everyone's like oh my family's the best in every culture for all time and so anytime I try it I'm like really picky about it but there it was actually very good it was the first that I've tried that was like pretty much on par with like our family so I'm really excited I'm hoping I can take my parents there um, one day because it's kind of like it's just in the middle of downtown but they do have two locations like I mentioned downtown by the rock and I forget where the other one is and those are their staple locations there you can guarantee Friday Saturday nights from eight to midnight or eight to two they'll be there but they also have appearances like Witty's anywhere. And I saw their their trailer coming around in Surprise. I know that Surprise has a food truck. I think it's like a third Sunday or something. Food truck festival out by the ballpark out there. Yeah. So, yeah. So they're just around. So look for them. Phoenix Cookie. It's C-O-Q-U-I. 
and you can follow them on Instagram and Facebook and you can get locations and their menu. And for the people who don't know, the Goki is the national animal of Puerto Rico. It's a tiny little green tree frog. Super cute. <laughs> and when it makes a noise, it sounds like it's saying Goki. And it's super loud and squeaky. So I'm not going to do it, even though I did that other <laughs> rapper's voice. And right. Oh, now you want to yeah. be shy. <laughs> <laughs> and the legend says that you can't take the frog off the island because it will die of sadness when really it's probably Aww. just some sort of like ecosystem yeah, scientific right. thing. But people the say and fauna or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the microbes and the the galaxies <laughs> of space and time. And <laughs> whatever. So but you know, it's actually really sad and Mrs. Puerto Rico. So that is the story of the cookie. It's a really important uh, animal. I would be sad in Miss Puerto Rico, too. I'd, yeah. God. <laughs> just seems like a relatable thing. Like, why would I want to leave this paradise? Yes, this island of enchantment. <laughs> right. This little cute tucked away gem. Why would I ever want to live? Yeah. Why would you take me else? away? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that they played music because I totally forgot to say that Wittes was playing music too. And again, oh, cool. it was just like super black. Like, I was like Juicy say- and <laughs> the Gap Band. I was like, this is so fucking black. That's man. funny because. <laughs> Like family, I felt like I was at a family reunion between that lady calling me baby and like these tunes. I was like, I don't want to go back to work. Yeah. Yeah. The Feels Phoenix like family, Cookie was the know? definitely. Yeah. They were playing the music that we like played on like family trips, like road trips yeah. or whatever, like in the backyard. So it was That's really nice. Matters. Yeah. Like, it's, it's nice to walk into or up to something in a space where it's like, oh, I don't know how is this going to be. And you just like instantly yeah. feel at peace or comfortable there. Yeah. Like, that is such an incredible feeling, like, in any capacity. But, like, especially with food, which is such a comfort for so yeah. many. Like, food is one of my top love languages. Yeah. Like, if you like me, give me food. Yeah, give <laughs> me, make me anything. If, yeah, if you care about me, like, feeding me is just one of the things you can do for me. And that, like, that feeling of just, like, family and food and comfort like I know you probably felt that when you rolled up on the food truck and I felt Mm -hmm. that way too like it's it's just a good feeling yeah you don't feel that way like many places when you're especially when you're dealing with strangers like that can't be understated right and like our food is so (laughs) yeah no I know and our food is so like different and specific like and it's so like family dinner. Mm-hmm. Like we make that on Sundays. And so it's nice to like walk them and be like, man, you make this on Sundays too. <laughs> but like it is nice to go get like a like a one plate, especially for someone maybe who's far from home or doesn't know how to cook it themselves or something. They can go and have like mom's food mm-hmm. one Saturday night. So yeah. it's pretty cool. I'm glad you said that. It reminds me, we're not going to really talk about it, but I went to First Friday um for this month and they had the second installment of the whole story Mm -hmm. for this year so it was part six and there was this uh, woman that was telling a story about i guess she was like italian or i think she said she was sicilian or something um and and half black so she was talking about like being so the theme was being 13 and like how you felt as someone and as a 13 year old what were your emotions how were you tell a story that of something you experienced at that time period which was in conjunction with one of the exhibits that was going on at the art museum and so her whole thing was like this story about food and how they used to have like these traditional italian meals on sundays at her home and and then one time one of her friends black friends invited her to her house um to their house for um, like a dinner and I guess they had like she was like I had this most amazing macaroni and cheese <laughs> so she's talking about the macaroni and cheese and the collard greens and I guess they also had chitlins which I was like whoo good luck girl yeah but um, it was just talking about like how food kind of helped her with her identity because she always felt like she didn't know what part of herself to like identify with yeah and so like connecting those two parts of herself through eating and like food and family and fellowship was like a way that she kind of like conquered a lot of things and so she started like implementing all these like dishes and she's like yeah we would have eggplant parmesan but i'd also have some macaroni and cheese like and then she just said like you know i think she ended up 
uh, meeting and marrying like a black man and so she was like and we I used to make like spaghetti and meatballs for him and she's like it was just so exciting because I guess she talked about how she was afraid to cook for him because she was still learning you know Mm -hmm. still learning all of those dishes traditional dishes like learning and knowing her own from the things she had been taught in her own family but then also trying to learn the other dishes from Mm -hmm. the other families that she had been exposed to and it was just like a really cool story so like this conversation about food that we're having reminded me of the story that she told yeah and it was just powerful I was like man I mean you could kind of make light of food but you can also really like dissect it and like critically think about how eating is just such like a comfort for so many people and it's a part of our the daily fabric of our lives yeah so it's so there's so many connections and memories with food I can definitely like a lot of my memories and a lot of the people in my family are associated with specific food yes like my grandma like god even Heineken like the smell of Heineken I'm like I think of my grandma and I think of like chicken cutlet and I think of my mom and I think of rice or like I think of my aunt and I think of a specific soup that we have and like it was always really important to me to learn how to make it too because I my mom is considered in her family the best cook on her side. And so I wanted to learn from her because I wanted to make the same types of food. And then I also didn't want that to die. And it took a lot of like me, especially when I lived away from home and I was coming home, my mom would say, what do you want to eat? And I would say, I want to eat this and I want you to let me make it while I'm while you're standing there. And so I would make it and she would just kind of I remember the first time I made white rice and I was just like putting salt in it and I would say there she's like more and I'd say like that's too much. She's like no more. And I remember that day and then from then and that's how I learned each time. So I don't measure stuff but it's like yeah just shake it just shake it and now I can tell what's missing. I feel like that's an older generation thing too. Like absolutely. I I remember I was asking my mom one time when I was in college, like, hey, how do you make this dish? Something Mm -hmm. super simple, like these potatoes she would make, but the seasoning on them was really, Mm. really good. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to like parboil them and then put them on like a flat top so that they can get crispy. But like, I was like, well, how do you do the seasoning? Because she would put it like on aluminum foil mm-hmm. and then just put like butter on it and then place the potatoes like oh, face yeah. down. And so I was like, oh, how much? And she's like, you just sprinkle it. I'm like, that is not helpful. Yeah. Especially and see like this was before I'm dating myself a bit. But like this is before like FaceTime. Like yeah. Skype was OK. But I was like, my phone was not popping like that. I could drag my laptop. Like, right. OK, you get it. <laughs> Can you see it? Like trying to hold the laptop right. up. So like learning, trying to learn, especially away from your family yeah. or whoever is trying to teach you is difficult, too, because they don't measure anything. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, and then as you're starting to teach other people, you're like, I don't know. Just that's enough. Right. And then you taste it. You, and you eyeball more. a lot of things. Yeah. keep going on forever i know i guess we should talk about this last food place (laughs) (laughs) more food yes so i finally tried taco cello the new taco place on roosevelt and it's bomb as you guys probably knew or maybe didn't know but um it's a awesome place because you can go in sit down have really good drinks they have um margaritas house margaritas they have horchata they have everything but you could also get street tacos and the prices are amazing because it's like a street taco price like three bucks 350 and you can get anything you can get chicken really good fish you can get like barbacoa or carne asada whatever you want um they also have um house made pork rinds and you can see them just like huge in the back they're just giant and they, they must like hack at them or oh something to gosh. break them really good with guac and salsa and everything um a really good like i mentioned drink and beer selection so check them out they're right on the corner um and it's on roosevelt i can't remember the cross street i think but it's fifth street yeah it's like you can see like um, it looks super DeSoto, cute. like at the there's a lot of, the of stuff going up between like central and 16th street yes on roosevelt Oh, between, I'd say Roosevelt, Washington, Roosevelt and Washington between Central and uh, 16th Street. Mm-hmm. Like both those streets are like popping with food selections. So yeah. 
It's I a definitely want to try alive. them. I want to try that trap house. I was place just gonna too. say it's right next to trap house, and it looks bomb too. Oh my god, I want to try that place so bad. Yeah, so check them out. Give them your business. They're really good. Um, and the the head chef there, he named the place after his mom, so it's a really homey vibe, and they were going to really Aww, good people. So. I really want to check it out. Yeah, we should definitely try to go. They have buckets of beer. <gasps> buckets. Of beer. <laughs> <laughs> buckets. Of you beer. can get buckets oh my gosh speaking of getting buckets i have to go see Kyrie irving oh my uncle drew movie (laughs) i can't believe they're making that i told my sister and my cousins because it's my sister's birthday weekend the same weekend that it's coming out Mm -hmm. i was like you guys were pre-ordering tickets we're going to like a nice theater i don't have to necessarily go to like i pick but maybe like esplanade mm-hmm. i was like we should go, go you guys like, and they're nice like place and get some drinks jessica's and... like you're going by yourself and i was like I'll go i'll go with you you hoes better get in line because <laughs> <laughs> we are going so yes get your buckets of beer yes oh that sounds and really then go good. see uncle drew get buckets <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that movie's gonna be it's gonna be like you got served bad which is just like I don't guilty, see what the problem is. <laughs> a guilty pleasure, right? I yeah. I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I was like that, that, that seems so fine with me. So, but I mean, it's going to be like bad in the way that you're going to laugh at how bad it is. It's right, going to be an know. enjoyable experience. I'm yeah. not going to like get uh, an Oscar worthy Lincoln <laughs> or some shit. Like this is not going to be Game of Thrones. Amazing. It's yeah. going to be like corny, shitty, funny, like ridiculous yes yeah so um, and it's Kylie Irving you know I'm a go yeah that's big (laughs) all right so last but not least on the Phoenix oh my god there's still more (laughs) yeah there's Phoenix is blowing up and we've been gone so um I have been getting into the mural scene and it's not anything new i'm not breaking the mold it's just me personally i've never gone out and actually sought them i just kind of saw them on instagram or when i was driving by but i started looking up a lot of them and i went to visit oak street alley right after the festival i think like a week after and um, it just kind of ignited this in me and it's really fun because it's like a scavenger hunt and your reward is like really cool art so um i think that this is awesome and we're not the only city to do it but I really think that Phoenix kind of has cornered the market as far as how many artists are doing these murals and it's cleaning up a lot of our streets it's cleaning up our alleys people are going to be visiting these places and I think it's a really good way to keep like the spirit and the vibrancy of the city alive without just painting over everything tan colored like every cookie <laughs> yes, cutter neighborhood brown and tan. yeah and every cookie cutter neighborhood all the HOAs around Arizona like that is what we are known for. So I really like to see this life and it's free art. And so um, a lot of these artists, they get commissions from people around the city who see their art and want to have their garage door painted or have them featured in a museum. So or, or like a gallery. So it's really cool and a really exciting time for artists. I um, like I mentioned, Oak Street Alley, Alley excuse me, has a lot of um a lot of features of different artists around La Locota, obviously. I think JB Snyder was there too. Um, so you can check that out. It's on Oak and 14th Street, and it's really hard to miss. I even think it's a light, but you just make a right, and there's a huge alley there, and you can just go and park your car. Uh, also, there's a whole wall full of David Bowie profiles of all his different looks, and that was. Um, done by one of the artists who was also featured. She did a ninja sex party um, mural in Oak Street. And so I got her Instagram handle and saw that she did the Bowie ones. But that one's really cool. It's on 7th and Granada. There's also other ones. Um, La Locota actually just finished a mural right by the ballpark. And it's beautiful. And he just finished it last night. So that's going up there. Um, the Four Tool Brothers did the Roosevelt, um, KMLE, KOOL, and LIVE building. So the radio station building right mm-hmm. on Roosevelt. Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. saw that one. Or the yeah. bus goes by there every day. Yeah, it's beautiful. There's um, one dedicated for Red to Ed on 16th Ave in Van Buren at a business called the Academy Theater. 
Also, there's a really cool cactus landscape that's kind of abstract and futuristic. And it's on 15th Avenue in McDowell. That was just up. So they had this Phoenix mural festival um, for two days straight. They had all of these artists going out around the city and just like painting. So you can check them out. Um, And there's also another one um, by La Morena. And she did one called Colors of the Community. And it's on 3820 South Central. And it's a dedication to dreamers. So it's really pretty. You can check her out on Instagram as well. La Morena Art. Um, So if you guys go and check some out, tag us in them so we know where to go. And if you go, this is my pet peeve. It's just like when people go to restaurants and they post this amazing picture and they don't tell you where it's at. So if you go and you see one, give me the cross streets or I will I will fight you. <laughs> I know. Stop being stingy. Stop. Don't, you're not the only but only one. Like Share. <laughs> share. Yeah. Sharing is caring. Don't be stingy. Let others share and enjoy in the things that you're seeing yes. or the things that you're eating. Yeah. Because, <laughs> bitch, I'm hungry and I want to know where the... I'm hungry and I want a cute at. Instagram photo, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. I... You don't do that. Don't be so. lame. Anyways, that's that. Cool. Yeah, Yay. there's a mural on Central and Monroe, maybe? Uh-huh. It's that one with, like, the bear, like, those bears. I don't know. I see it every time I take that overpass mm-hmm. picture, which I take, like, once a week because I obsess over it. Yeah. But I see it um, over there. I don't know exactly what it is, but I remember there was, a like, an unveiling for that, too, that even just, like, Downtown Phoenix posted, mm-hmm. I think, on Instagram or on Facebook, one of the – or potentially both. But it's so cute. It's just, like, these bears posted up on the side of a building. I'm like, oh so pretty it like really livens up our streets that can it sometimes does. get gives it, it and... definitely gives it more personality because you're right you look around and everything is just so neutral mm. and i love neutrals like don't get me wrong but it's like overkill yeah definitely and i love when you're just driving by or walking by and you like turn left and you're like holy shit there's a whole right. wall there's of Marilyn art here yeah those things matter they do liven up the city and just bring a little bit more personality and color and vibrancy so you can go to murals of phoenix on instagram and facebook i believe and then also phx mural project so you can follow those they're posting all the time of the different murals that are around the city and these um instagram accounts are actually good because they'll give you the cross streets and the names of the artists if they can they're not haters. um yeah they're not haters so <laughs> um yeah definitely check it out and then the phx mural project also has a map from this weekend's uh festival so check that out major fix which is yeah. focus in phoenix yeah so let me start this off by giving a preface to everybody that's listening so i was on facebook the other day and i was just like looking around my news feed and i saw a post by state 48 brewery and so and they're in surprise like we've mentioned before on the show we have no disrespect toward them it was just them that happened to post this it was not of any of our own preference But the post said this. Hello, friends. We need your help. We have an ongoing battle with TripAdvisor, which is a review site where people write about their experiences at certain places. Well, when you go to Google our business, the one bad review left by a gentleman one week after we opened is one of the first links, excuse me, that pops up. We have tried paying for a TripAdvisor account to get this review removed from whatever algorithm that they have to show on search engines, but they won't allow it. They said it's just random, so we would like to change this. We are offering a State 48 beer for one penny to the first 100 people who write a nice review on TripAdvisor.com. Just screenshot, show us, whatever. Thank you. Um, They said we also, we would never normally ask somebody to write a review for us, but we feel like this is shady on their end. So I don't know what your opinion is on this. And I'm definitely down for a talk because I feel like my first gut reaction to this was like, 
are you kidding me? Like, how dare you ask people to give you a good review so you could knock down a bad one? Like, I understand it was like the first week, which that's something that people should just take into consideration. But I read the guy's review and it even it wasn't even that bad. It wasn't even about the business itself. It was just like, hey, our waiter kind of sucked, but the food was good. The place was fine. And he also said, I know that they just opened, so hopefully they get the kinks out. And they're just mad that this is up, like, then do better. Like, and if they are doing better, then the reviews will come naturally. I was, I was very, very disappointed in seeing this. Yeah, I feel the same way. I, it, there's something about it that just rubs me the wrong way. It's shady. It feels like, like you said, if, if I was somebody who was using that website, like I use Yelp all the time. If I'm like, oh, I want to check this place out. Let me see what it looks like. And you can read through people's reviews. And most people that utilize those websites are intelligent enough to deduce certain things. So if I go on like this website and I'm reading a review and I see, oh, this place has only been open for a week. Hey, here's like the pros. Here's the cons. And the place has been open for like a year now. I would say, well, my assumption would be that they fixed whatever issue was going on. And if they haven't, that's their bad. And like you said, if it's not an issue anymore, it probably is going to be a one off or maybe two, you know, one or two people might complain about whatever the issue is. But for the most part, like positive reviews will come to you by just being like, a good business now if you say like hey come in and write us a review and we'll give you like i don't like write us a good review like if you're offering and saying like hey we want to get more reviews of our business out there and if you can prove to us that you reviewed us not saying hey it has to go in one direction or the other i'm not so turned off by that like (laughs) i i think because there's a lot of places that do that all the time i think it's important for businesses to ask up front for reviews or put like a yelp sticker in their window exactly because it's going to be helpful and if it's crappy the business needs to know how to fix it and they're not going to know they only know what's in their head but for a lot of new businesses they won't know until they open the doors and people sit down so i get that asking for reviews i agree is like it should happen. It's the way that you're yeah. soliciting. Don't be like, oh, reviews. yeah, give us four stars. Yeah, and- if you can prove to me that you gave me a five star review that I've proofread and decided I wanted yeah. you to post. Like, no, 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 no. You either want me to write a review or not. Like, I went to a place around here, like a soul food kitchen, kind of a small thing. I don't even remember what the place was called. Um, oh, AZ Fry Guy. It's like over by Ghetto Walmart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the one on yep. Desert. We always call that one the Ghetto Walmart. It is. But it's a it's a tried and true gem, which I love. Um, but it's over by that Walmart. And um, we went in there and we had like really good service, whatever. And at the end, they bought us some like to-go boxes because they gave a, a lot of food. And um, the girl that was working was just like, hey, you know, if you guys can write us a review, we'd really appreciate it. That's it. She didn't tell me I had to talk about anything specific. She didn't tell me what I had to say. She didn't tell me where she was. I I think she did say, like, if you guys use Yelp, like, you know, write us a review. So but even then, it wasn't like she wanted me to say something specific or write us a good review or whatever. She just encouraged us like, hey, we're a new business. We're trying to get people in the area to be aware that we exist out here. So if you could, you know, write us a review about your experience, we'd really appreciate it. I was like, oh, yeah, sure. No problem. And if you believe in your business and you believe you're doing a good job, then take it for a grain of salt. Take it for what it was. He literally said, again, they just opened. This seems like an owner who's like had his ego hurt. And he's like, guys, come on. Like, really? It's like, it's not me. I swear. are you guys hurting for business? Because we went that one time and it was a freaking zoo. Yeah. And the service was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. The service was... Yeah, it was fine. It, yeah. it took a while, but there was like every seat, every like space every where space. air could be yeah. <laughs> taken was taken up by people. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't have, if I were to go on and write a review from that experience, I'd be like, it was kind of slow, but we also went in there on Oktoberfest. 
Yes. So that's to that's be exactly the tone that this guy was taking. He wasn't saying I was like this bitch. Like he wasn't <laughs> yeah, even right. like that. And then yeah, and then, and then. yeah. It was just oh, it was so so disappointing. And the second I saw that, I wanted to write a comment and be like, "Why would you guys do this? This is soap." But I was like, "I don't want to." This is why we have the podcast. We have a safe space to talk these these things through, and they they listen, which I hope they do, and don't ever do this again. It's just dishonest, and it's shady, and it's slimy. Yeah, because regardless like of it. your intentions, how it is perceived is what matters. Exactly. And it's negatively, it's just like a negatively perceived thing to try to do. Yeah. Like, just encourage people. Like, hey, we're trying to get more reviews. If you come in. Um, you know, to our restaurant. Yeah, you don't need to bad mouth some guy. We'd love to give you a 50 cent beer or whatever. Yeah. Cool. Thanks so much. We really appreciate it. Yeah. They we really think this was that. shady on this one customer. Well, it's shady yeah, on your part. shady of you to try to remove reviews. That's why those websites pay, don't do that. Yeah. Yes. We tried to pay to remove it. Like, what else have you tried to pay right. for? Right. <laughs> I could not believe that I they said that. I you. <laughs> yeah. It was like, wow. And to your point earlier, if I see a business... Again, that has, you know, 400 reviews and, you know, I'm, I'm going to read the single stars or the two stars and see what their problem was. If it was, I didn't get it fast enough and I came in two minutes before closing and they didn't get, like, obviously that's a weird review. But if there's consistent like, hey, this place is dirty or hey, this person, you know, cursed me out, then that's something else. But again, we're smart people and we know, OK, what's a really bad review and that's legitimately bad or just someone having a bad day right but this guy like come on one review on TripAdvisor and people don't even use TripAdvisor I know TripAdvisor when you said that I was like what website is this get the one with the owl it's not <laughs> even Yelp God. like I just feel like Yelp has the clout you it know does. what I mean it like, really they're does. the ones that people are going to go to more than TripAdvisor I'm sure TripAdvisor has some some kind of following but yeah honestly i would be more i'd be more concerned about bad reviews on yelp yeah because it's the more accessible and more well-known yes i agree so, so you only gotta do all this you don't have to do all of it it doesn't have to be this way it doesn't and i just like i wanted to say something because i really hope you guys don't do this again i hope yeah, other businesses don't your prickly pear cider is really good yeah and i don't want to have to let go of that and i understand we live in a review culture we live in a social media culture and it really does affect business but let it happen like just let it happen and this is the risk that you take doing anything and there's good people out there and hopefully those good people will give you the good reviews as they have been doing so just just let it happen man and a lot of people with bad reviews i've seen will reach out and say like hey you know we'd love to give exactly give us another shot to try to make it a better experience for you we hope you will come back ask for me i'm the manager whatever i like, did not see that i just, just saw him have, yeah you're just gonna have bad days there's just gonna be somebody who can't be pleased like i'm not saying this guy that was doing the review was this way but there's plenty of unreasonable assholes mm-hmm. out there there's plenty of people that are douchebags and like entitled and no matter what you do they want to speak to the manager and they want a free meal and there's nothing you could do you could bend over backwards cook their food in front of them and they would still be like it's not enough like yeah just, some people are never going to be satisfied and they're never yeah. going to be pleased with whatever so you just had to take that l and live with it but also understand hey do what you can to rectify the situation and that's all you can do because if I saw that if I saw a review where somebody was like yeah it wasn't that great and then I saw like management or somebody being like hey you know I'd like to give I'd like it if you give us another shot you know I'd like to personally be your server or whatever yeah do you want to sit down and talk to me about your complaints like yeah because that's an excellent that just shows me that like hey they recognize nobody's perfect life happens shit happens that's just how it's gonna rock out sometimes but also they're doing the best they can to try to rectify the situation either the patron's gonna take you up on that offer or they're not but you look a lot better just trying to offer than trolling for something (laughs) exactly then being like hey let me dangle this carrot in front of you guys to write positive reviews for us like no 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 and a penny beer i mean that's (laughs) Maybe I'm, maybe my standards are high, but I'm like, <laughs> that's it? Like one beer? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I especially like for that. Like enough. you guys sound pretty desperate. It's, How about four I beers? You, were gonna say, you guys sound pretty dusty. And I was like, oh. yeah, that is really dusty <laughs> behavior. <laughs> but desperate works too. Yeah. I just, 
It was. It was a bummer. Yeah. I but just that's don't want really, to see that. I don't want to yeah. see that from people. I just want businesses to do the best that they can and let let your day to day grind speak for itself. Agreed. Like you don't, because like if you it's said, good you and you believe in it, ship. yeah, it'll work out. If you're, if that's just it. Amen. So don't do that no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that brings us to the end of our episode. Let's talk about our personal fixes. Okay. You go first. So my fix for this week, um, and this actually happened a couple of weeks ago, but obviously in lieu of our hiatus, I kept this in my back pocket. So I work at a certain establishment and the entrance to that establishment had a giant pothole right where you turn. And if you didn't know it was there to avoid it and make a wide turn, you would always hit it. And it was getting deeper and deeper and there was rubble around it every day. And so after a while, I was like, you know what? No, it doesn't seem like anyone's going to come and fix this. So I contacted the establishment in which I work and they said, oh, that's not our problem. That's City of Phoenix. So I contacted City of Phoenix. They have a RFI form on their website, a request for information form, filled it out, gave them my name and my contact information. They asked specifically for the cross streets. There was even a map and they said, is this the location? And it was like a little pin, a bunch of other stuff. What exactly is the problem? Blah, blah, blah. I told them about the pothole and I submitted it. The next day I woke up. Um, And I had done it like right before I went to bed. When I woke up, there was a bounce back email that said, we'll be contacting you shortly or thank you for your submission, whatever. 24 hours goes by and it's someone has been dispatched. Thank you so much. The next day I went to work. It was done. I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, a city did this like filled a pothole in 24 hours. Like, are you kidding me? So shout out to City of Phoenix. I don't know if you're always like this responsive. I hope you are. But this was a really good experience. And I drive over it every day because I can. Right. You're like, let me make sure that tire. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, let me let me tamper down that cement real good. That's so nice because potholes can really like shake the shit out of you. Like if you go yes. over a pothole, it <laughs> will, like, what? It feels like your life. Last. I remember one time. I have a lot of stories today, but I remember <laughs> this one time I was doing a road trip with my friend. I went to visit her in Illinois. We we're driving up to Chicago, spend like the weekend with our friends. And we were on this highway and we went over this pothole. I swear to God, the car caught air. Like I was like, oh, my God. She's like, I'm pretty sure we shifted into another lane. Like the pothole was that serious. And their roads out there are so shitty because of like the constant weather changes. Like here we don't have as much like freezing and then Mm -hmm. expanding and all that. But there it's like construction every summer to prepare for the winter, which is going to fuck the road up all over again and so this was i think summertime and so they were still in the midst of doing the construction and i mean we hit a major dip i swear we were laughing for like (laughs) 10 minutes i'm pretty sure my heart (laughs) jumped out of my chest so yes it is very important that they fix that because it also messes up your car it can really mess up like your alignment and depending on like how deep the pothole is like it's like the front of my car is really low yeah I went over this this bump on, um, I don't remember what, it, I think it's on McKinley and like 3rd Avenue, mm. between 3rd Avenue and 2nd, and it's like this big, like when you're going through the intersection, uh-huh. if you go oh, over yeah. it too fast, I did that once, I swear my car did like... <laughs> It's like a giant speed bump. Yeah. And I could just hear the like crunching like. (laughs) And it scared the shit out of me because I think at that point I had only had my car for like six months. And I was like, I'm afraid to look in my rearview mirror for like fear that the bottom of my car just fell out. Like the fenders. Yes. And it was all, I mean, it was like scraped a little bit under the bottom. Thank God it wasn't too much. Yeah. But I was, I mean, you can really damage your vehicle. Yeah. So I'm glad that they were efficient about that because so many people are going in and out of that intersection. Like so many people work there and utilize that place. So they, they need to fix it. And so. we sure are not getting paid enough to have a car problem. Are you trying to give me another tire? Because right. this one just flew off. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. My fix is the Maria's in my life. I have two. Well, I, actually, I know a lot of 
lady's name Maria. Friendly, because I don't know any. I I feel like <laughs> all of a sudden I looked up and I was like, everybody named Maria, either Maria <laughs> or Michelle. I like know so many. Marias I don't know any Marias or oh Michelles. My, come meet my people, because <laughs> like everybody has the same name. Wow. So. My college roommate's name is Maria, even though she goes by Mia, mm-hmm. but her government name is Maria. <laughs> and um, <laughs> her given Christian name. <laughs> yes. yes, her name is Maria. And uh, my family and I wanted to just do like a quick little overnighter to Tucson. Um, just wanted to get out of town. Sometimes it's nice to just leave Phoenix. Um, you don't have to go far, but just going to like Sedona or Flagstaff or Tucson or anywhere, even like just Casa Grande, like sometimes it's just nice to go over there and shop. So we decided we wanted to go to Tucson overnight and I had hit up Mia just saying, hey, I was going to be in town because I hadn't seen her in some time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh my gosh, please let us cook for you. And I said earlier in this episode, like the way to my heart is food. So I just wanted to shout out her and her family for having us um, and for cooking us like a delicious meal and just making us feel super welcome in their home. Like it, that kind of stuff I don't take lightly. And we had like talenti and cookies and fruit after and tons of sangria, which again, way to my heart. Yeah. Um, so that was really nice. And then my other Maria, one of my other Maria's, who is like one of my coworkers? Um, she was one of the first people I trained at work, mm-hmm. and we got super close um, just because she's needy, and <laughs> and my people at work are super needy for me, which is funny. But they're always like, "Erica, Erica." I told my mom, it's like a little kid with their um, arms wrapped around your legs, and you're mm-hmm. like trying to drag them. Like that's how the people are <laughs> work for me sometimes. Yeah. And so Maria is just like a really, really sweet woman. And we've all been working a lot of overtime because we're so short-staffed. Like, we've probably lost, like, seven or eight people since the beginning of the year. Um, So everybody's been working tons and tons of hours. And Maria texts me, and she's like, I'm going to buy you lunch. And I was like, for what? She's like, because we've been working hard. We're about to get a fat check. So everybody's going to eat. And I was like, uh, that's fine with me. Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) so I ended up not being able to get, like, a huge lunch because I had a dentist appointment that afternoon. But she still bought me. She's like, I'm going to buy you one taco. And so she bought me a taco and there was like chips and salsa and beans and rice. And it was just so sweet. Like, I don't take that stuff lightly when people think of me. Yeah. Um, You know, I when I do for people, I do from my heart. You know, I don't expect anything in return. And especially like in a work environment, like it's my job to help you. Right. But, you know, we just kind of like connected and. And she makes me laugh because she's so silly. Um, and I I just really appreciated that. And so I wanted to shout out the Marias in my life who kept me well fed and kept my heart very full. Oh, um, that's so nice. Especially from coworkers. Because like you said, your job is to be there, to sit there and to interact. You're getting paid for that. You don't have to do anything else. But they choose to. And that's so nice. Yeah. Especially because we live so much of our lives at work. So much yeah. of our lives we give so much and it's like you could either just be miserable which is a lot of times you can't help that but also like misery loves company so connect with all those people and like find you know happiness within each other yeah so. there are people there are like i have to scavenge i really do but i i really connect with um maria a lot and she just cracks me up because <laughs> every time i see her she'll say she's like nobody says my name like her She'll say, Erica, like she always has this like <laughs> extra like emphasis on the ca, uh-huh. and it cracks me up and I get so mad. Like if I come in and she has her headphones, I was like, you didn't say hi to me. And she's like, oh, hi, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> or when she needs my help, she'll say, oh, Erica. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So like those little things keep me sane at work because all my people left me behind. Yeah. So shout Aww. out to the Marias. Um, I love you guys really made me happy yay all right so that wraps up our episode i'm so happy we want to give a quick shout out to a special friend of the pod 
It is the On The Grid podcast. They are a Phoenix-based podcast who is all about uplifting local businesses and artists and musicians, all from Phoenix. We just had an interview with them, so you can check us out on their podcast. It's episode 23, and you can find them on On The Grid PHX on Facebook, and you can also listen to interviews with other local Phoenix podcasts such as Hoot and Review, Starving Artists PHX, and limited engagement, and you can listen to the episode on onthegrid.fireside.fm. So really cool, guys. Check them out. Give them your support. We all need your help. Yeah, I definitely checked it out on the podcast app as well for those that have iPhones. Perfect. So they have, I think they they probably broadcast on most of the um, common platforms, but I was really proud of our interview with them. I think we showed up and showed out in a way that only you and I can. <laughs> I really do. I think so, too. So check it out. Definitely give us some feedback. You know where to find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Fix Pod. Or you can email us and let us know what you think about our interview at thefixpod at gmail.com. Um, we're super happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are happy that we're back, too. And, yes. And you we'll know, be- we're going to try to implement some interviews yeah. and try to bring some new th- aspects of the podcast so let us know what you want to hear let us know if you have somebody you want us to interview i already had um, a friend hit me up and say i want to be on your show and i was like cool come on come we on. have two mics yeah and we have we a have chair a, and we have a yeah there's room there's room there's always room for anybody that wants to be down with us we'll be down with y'all and uh, oh also don't forget to let us know about um, any local events going on or yes, like please. places you want us to amplify um, like new businesses or maybe um, events or um, new spaces opening up like uh, studio spaces or art museums, art exhibits, um, anything, anything at all that's going on in Phoenix, especially from a brown and black perspective, like let us know so that we can put that out there. Um, it's super important to us to support locally and support our own. Yes, and we will be back on Tuesdays, and we will let you know if we're not, but that's the schedule we're going to try to stick to. We are real people. (laughs) We do have lives, and shit happens. So Yes, but you can pretty much guarantee every Tuesday here where you have been listening to us this whole time because you are our favorite fan and our best fan. Hey, people. Yes. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. They tried to draw me with a case, but you know I had to skate it. I was singing like, ooh. I swear, nigga. Boy, I know my role and I play. I do, if you heard that I'm talking, then I said it. I did. Where you at? at the top of the loft, nigga, I stay. What? I'm a bad boy, but I don't wear big clothes like me. It's in the club, and a nigga did it bopping. And that hoe, she want a free drink. Tell the bitch to get up off it. Hey. I'm the nigga to get it popping. Her hat short like Denny Rock. At the clip point, nigga, we flying. When I landed, boy, I walked in. Thursday.